Hello and welcome to the Jones Chronicles. Grab your liquor, your blunt, your coffee. In this case, if I just woke up. <laughs> and let's dive into my week, my thoughts, my feelings, my opinions. This is something you may be interested in. I think I'm going to start throwing out a actual blog diary, whatever you want to call it, at least once a week discussing my life and whatever I might find interesting, most likely going down several rabbit holes, which lead to absolutely nowhere. But I always feel a little impersonal with doing my reviews because I I just, it's just my style. (laughs) Every time I'm doing a review, I like to focus on the show and what it's trying to do. And and I don't necessarily talk a lot about me. So with a friend of mine making a suggestion, here we are. Uh, It is Juneteenth, guys. It's Juneteenth. We are celebrating the end, the freedom, slavery. You know, there was a time where there was a war. They decided that slavery is probably not a great idea. The South was like, fuck that. We're willing to fight to the death for that point. And they lost. Um, They still didn't let a lot of their slaves go, though, and a lot of people did not know. (laughs) Some did go out from the documentaries I watched to tell their slaves, hey, by the way, you're free. I don't know why you would want to be free, but I guess it happened. But everyone did not catch the memo, so this is why it's not the 4th of July for the day of our freedom, but Juneteenth. Now, does that mean everywhere, everyone that was enslaved was given their freedom? No! Many, many other states took a lot longer to come to that conclusion that the war is fucking over. Some still hold on hope. Fucking proud, boys. Let's just burn the Confederate flag, make that shit illegal in the conversation once and for all it's bad enough what happened and we reconstruction okay uh reconstruction is called systematic racism in case you don't know all happened after the war because the north made way too many concessions with abraham lincoln being shot in the head the president that allowed this shit you know did not get a second term because they didn't understand impeaching was a thing they should be doing a lot of people saw what was happening. They was like, oh, wait, hold on now. <laughs> the South did rise again in their mind to a certain extent. And they still are very problematic. So that is our culture. This is the first week without my daughter. The first full week last week didn't count. <laughs> I, I miss her to a certain extent. You know, of course, just having someone around to go hug when you feel like hugging someone but other than that i mean i've been doing pretty well with a pillow um we talk still every day she gets 20 minutes of my life and that's about it i know other parents out there like oh i love my children so much they're gone and i just i can't live without them and i just there's so much a part of me and it's worth making living that's great that's wonderful I'm exhausted. I'm fucking tired. She's fucking mouthy. <laughs> you gotta argue about every damn thing. 
it, it's nice to have a damn break, right? Um, because her dad and I live in two separate states, he gets her only spring break, winter break, and then the summer, I think he gets her every other holiday as well. Even though I really, I'm not a huge, I don't care about the holidays. I'm like, you want her? You ever? Uh, <laughs> with the exception of maybe Christmas. Maybe Christmas. But for the most part, I'm like, you want to ship this child off? I will accept it at any point in time. Because being a parent is fucking hard. It's, ex- it's just exhausting. And I only got one. I can't imagine people with three and four. Like, I'm like, either you are absolutely just a different person than I, and that's probably it. Or you're drinking yourself into an illusion. Whatever your poison is, it's an illusion. (laughs) That this job is not something that, it's like every other job. You have days where you're like, "Ah." (laughs) and you have other days where you're like, I really enjoy my work. I guess that's where it boils down to, right? If you pick the job and it's the job you wanted, you're so much more on that path. But if it was the whoopsie, like about 85% of us, that's not a job you necessarily pick, but it's one that you will do and do the best job you can at it. And you love the little shits in the end. You really do. But it is still a goddamn job. That's parenting for this week anyway um even when we're on facetime though we just argue the whole entire time (laughs) nonsensical arguments too like i said you didn't hear what i was saying i said this then she wants to go google everything that's the new thing with gen z's they google everything they're like um i don't i kind of love that though (laughs) i'm not gonna accept whatever because you know your parents are like i'm gonna tell you this because i'm gonna tell you this and you never thought twice about it or the worst one it's because I said so. Because you said so. But you're also fucking ignorant and don't even know that Watergate was a thing. <laughs> so no, relying on your parents' intelligence is not the way to go. So while it's annoying, she would ask Alexa what that word meant as if I did not give you, like I didn't use it in a sentence correctly. But it makes her a much better person. Like, I love when she's 12 and making statements like, and the context of the, she's just talking like an adult. I, I, that, yeah, that makes me feel good. I'm raising her, right? (laughs) Like, don't fall for the bullshit in life, girl. You better forge your own path. Which I guess is a segue in checking in with the Jones family drama. These niggas crazy as fuck. Almost everything in the Jones household revolves around my mother who is (laughs) quite the special duck. She's one of those black parents that never got the mental health they needed. And then I have a dad who never got the mental health that he needed. You know, black black culture, how we raise our children sometimes, because we know we're all about spanking, which, you know, I don't have anything against. But, you know... Some of us did go through a little bit of this thing called abuse when you got to go outside and get your own damn stick so that they can beat you with it like psychological trauma much or they get an extension cord because you stole $5 out of their purse. Well, actually you stole 20, spent $5, didn't know what to do with the other 15. So you gave it out to your classmates and then your teacher narks on you 
and now you gotta switch is it gonna teach me the lesson that i need to know which is don't steal out of my mama's purse absolutely but them whelps with that extension cord that's some shit that was in some nightmares for a while i'm not saying she needs to be jailed i'm saying this is some of (laughs) the uh unhealthy stuff in our communities and our families that get passed down from generation to generation and my dad was like uh yeah when i caught well i was caught smoking cigarettes my dad put a gun in my head like what the fuck that shit was crazy clearly you were not primed to raise a child (laughs) that was not i'm not saying you didn't do the worst job i'm saying you passed on that fucked up shit to the next generation and then you you hope that the millennial child or any of the other children will will move on will do better and be like no that's not how i want to raise my like my me and my sister are pretty which is funny because i'm the eldest she's the youngest but i would say we're the most successful parents and we do have very not completely the same because she lets her kids just run buck fucking wild because she's a gen z She's just like, we can have these conversations. I'm like, she's fucking three. This is not the time to have those conversations (laughs) about why she feels the way she feels. No, you need to establish your dominance first, then come around to the conversations. Like, you're doing it all half backwards. But I feel I am a much different generationally raised, uh, or I'm raising my child not based on any generational shit in my past because i'm like yeah that's where i don't want to go i'm gonna take the things that worked and then i'm gonna go ahead and remix the rest of that that really was in every essence of the word child abuse child abuse in the sense that if i saw someone else beating a kid with an extension cord i'd be like that's not okay it's that's uh not okay but not in the white way of child abuse because they're like if you talk to timmy too hard timmy's just not you gotta be gentle you know you gotta tell him five times you gotta put him in time out it's like no sometimes you need to just slap the shit out of their ass they're like get out of my face because you acting bad and you need to know the difference between right or wrong because if you let kids they will run you they will ruin i've seen them kids in walmart i'm like oh no I don't even let my kid go to Walmart. Like, she could not go to Walmart until it was official she knew how to act. <laughs> I'm not taking you in there. And then half the time, I know those some of those parents don't have a choice. I get it. The man. Sometimes you gotta you gotta make sacrifices. Like, I just, I'm going to, to the fucking store at midnight when your ass is in the bed sleep. <laughs> Anything to avoid what I know is going to be a problem. Especially if you ain't got that amount of dominance. Because you know the kids gonna go in there, see all that shit, wanna touch it. That's just what they do. They're just like, ooh, touch it, touch it, touch it. Don't touch it. I'm gonna fucking touch it. I'm gonna fucking touch it. I'm gonna touch it. If you touch it, I'm gonna beat you in your ass. No, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch it. I can't fucking help it. I'm gonna touch it. Okay, now I'm gonna run. Now I'm gonna scream. Now I'm gonna freak out in the store because I need everybody staring at me. Everybody staring at me. That means you won't whip my ass. But no, now you're embarrassing the mama. Now she's gonna take you outside. She really gonna whip you. Or if you was my mama, she would have left you like left the car right there take you to the bathroom beat your ass in the bathroom and then go back and resume and then you the whole time you just cry <laughs> and you're just basically doing it to piss her off because everybody's looking at it. <laughs> this is what i mean i remember what it was like to be a kid and know that there is a point in which 
Manipulation and conniving is a part of that package. Back to my mother. She has been calling me all week. I just want to hear your voice. Why? What do you want? She doesn't understand by now. I know she wants something. There's, there's never a time she calls me just being like, hey, how are you? <laughs> she tries to play it off too. Like, I just wanted to know what you were doing. And then she'll get off the phone with me because I call her out on it. And then she's like, so I just need that passcode to your Disney Plus. Um, we're just we're just bored on this Saturday. And if you could just, you know, oh, you just woke up? Oh, my bad, my bad. It's, you know, 10 a.m. on a fucking Saturday. But and earlier this week, you know, I found this person that does the hair. And despite me finding my own places to do hair, my mom hates, she hates when I do anything that is not above her approval. Like she's got the other children pretty much still suckling at her teeth. Me, and then she lives vicariously through their lives and drama. She can't do that on this lane because the door is firmly shut. <laughs> I close that door like psychology, psychology. Uh, psychologically about 15 years ago I had to for my own sake because she is a leech <laughs> she doesn't mean to be it's just her nature she's also someone who does not take it like you can tell her what her problem is what she should do and she won't do it which is why I have to like that INF and J INFJ in me definitely has like I'm, I'm exhausted like I'm done I cannot I love her because she's my mother. She's a very kind woman, but she comes with a lot of baggage. We all do, right? But I figured her out a long, long time ago. And thus, she needs to exert a certain level of control. She's a little narcissist as well. And I have to dodge and weave all of these types of manipulations coming my way. Because now that I can see it, it's almost like, oh yeah and she could never get me and it drives her absolutely nuts so she tries other little subtle things well i don't like the way your hair was done so i'm gonna go search for this one person and she just kept sending me this thing i'm like girl i'm not going it's not even that i'm not gonna check it out it's i like the way the other girls did my hair i'm going back to her but instead of just saying that sometimes i just let her do what she's gonna do because she's gonna piddle herself out and then it's just not even worth the argument these are the sacrifices you have to make for family and I make those sacrifices. I sometimes just let, I've learned through the years, just let things be. Just let them do what they're going to do. And then you're going to do what you're going to do. <laughs> and it, 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 it is what it is. It is what it is. But I do need to go see my little cousins or my little nephews. I haven't seen them. Well, I did see them like that, that sleepover, the weird sleepover where they invited that weird kid Nathan over. And I saw him the other day and I think he might have came and knocked on my door and I did not answer because I faintly because I was sleeping heard the knocking. I was like, um, and I saw him outside. I thought about, you know, like, did you knock on my door? And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not invested. The kids aren't here. I didn't know you all that well. It is what it is. Uh, speaking of childhood, I did get a text this week from my good friend Bruce who I've known since I was 10 years old he lives in New York he is the editor of a newspaper and for the first let's see nine years of my life I was in love we were gonna get married we had it didn't matter I had a boyfriend at 18 
the minute he showed up at my graduation i straight forgot my boyfriend who was winning with open arms to give me a hug and i saw bruce and sailed right into his arms oh that's awkward that was the sun stars in the moon but i used to write to him all the time i got over it of course <laughs> Uh, he's pretty much like a few years younger than my mom. But he was my mentor because he was the only person around me that encouraged my writing. And he was the only one, because I remember the first time I told my mom, we were all driving in the car, and I was like, Mom, I want to be a writer. Like she went around asking everybody, everybody's like, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, and then it comes to me, <laughs> and I decided to be honest. I want to be a writer. That's not a career, and A, you need talent for that. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping So yeah, that black trauma is, uh... <laughs> it's no joke! It's no... Because I get it! At the kid, I was just like, well, fuck you and all my dreams! But as, a, as an adult, you knew it was a matter of practicality. It was more like, you know, that's not gonna be a career that gets you money and benefits and taking care that was the big the b word benefits you need benefits and you need money so exploring ideas of any whimsical nature was simply put frowned upon <laughs> and bruce was the only person that really said you know you have talent i believe in you you can do what you want and I did. I ended up getting into the Cleveland School of Arts to prove my parents wrong. I, I did that a lot growing up. A lot of, I'm going to show you, um, with my parents. I was like, I want to go get my driver's license. Well, you're going to fail. You fucking bitch. Why you bully me? Everyone asking. This is why I can do good and bad all by myself. Because there, there was no cheerleaders in my corner. <laughs> Man, there's just no cheerleaders. Uh... Once again, they had their own problems. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about some childhood stories of mine. <laughs> where you're like, holy shit, you went through some stuff and things. Yes, I did. But it helped me become the person I am today. And if I didn't have those experiences, then I, I wouldn't be. And I can come outside of myself and really do some emotional, intelligent analysis on the situation. Does it eradicate my own feelings? No, but I also went and got help for that. That's what I mean by you got to mentally take care of yourself. And if no one's going to hold your hand and do that for you, you got to do that for yourself. But he's moving currently, Bruce, and he found a letter I wrote when I was a little baby. Well, not a little baby. I don't even know how old I was, but it was when I used to write on paper. <laughs> so I'm going to read this two-page um, this two-page letter I wrote to him to get a glimpse into the young person that was me. Dear Bruce, what's up? I said, what's an up? with a question <laughs> a lot has been going on in the last couple of months did you get army training so yeah he was gonna go be in the army reserves i believe i was writing to him because he moved away uh, i got on tv twice once because i made a volleyball all-star second i entered a writing contest it was the christmas carol writing contest 
you had to make a sequel to A Christmas Carol. I met a lot of new friends. I remember this, actually. Uh, I was 13, because I remember that competition. And yes, I did win A Christmas Carol competition, where you had to redo the story. I don't even know what I did, but you got to sit in front row and meet the actors. It was, like, very prestige. I wasn't the only one that won, but I was definitely in a group of kids from the whole entire state of Ohio. Cleveland school system. Uh, I met a lot of new friends. Mina is my best friend. I remember her. She's nice and funny. My best male friend is Twin. Oh yes, I remember him. They both make straight A's. We have a lot in common. Or were the three kids out of our school likely to be big success? Success. <laughs> All the typos in this. Mrs. Forte adores us. She recommends all three of us go to the School of Arts. This was before I got in there. Uh, the school was nice, but I didn't really want to go somewhere. I wouldn't be happy. I wanted to experience the whole pleasure of high school. Wow. Me, myself, talking to myself. <laughs> and I ended up going to the School of Arts anyway. Um, so I turned down the offer... I sure did, and I remember I they went and they asked me if I really wanted. I remember the teacher came back and talked to me about it. Mrs. Forte understands and instead put me in the thematico program. Nina and Twin are in it too. I'm going to John Marshall. I wrote an autobiography. Everyone in my school loved it. Teachers, students, staff, they adored it. Miss Forte says it's priceless. She also said that I have a gift and that one day I'll be on Oprah receiving an award. I dedicated my autobiography to you because you have encouraged me to continue to write. I thank you for that. I wrote two more plays, Demon Life and Dark Ages in Manhattan. Woo, I kind of want to know what those were about because those are awesome titles that I think I'm going to steal, especially the second one. Friday, June 5th, I graduated from 8th grade. I won five awards. A good guy slash gal award, merit role, promotion award, outstanding writer award, and passing four parts of proficiency. Walter came when I got uh, Walter came when I get copies of graduation pictures. I will send them to you. Well, I gotta go. I miss you and hope to hear from you soon. Goodbye, your friend. And then I even put a P.S. Thank you for believing in me. It really encouraged me. Aww, I was so cute in eighth grade. <laughs> Walter was also um, one of his friends. It was all this group just chilling where it gets kids off the street. My mom just put us in something that was going to get us out of her damn house. But she also, uh, Walter's also the man we're pretty sure she had an affair with. But that's a story for another time. Because <laughs> I'm not letting this go over 30 minutes. But if you have topics you want me to talk about or you have questions, um, things like that, definitely send them to me. Blackocouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on the podcast. We can talk about whatever. We can... <laughs> manifest whatever conversations you are interested in hearing all I've been doing for the rest of this week has just been working out which it 
sucks because it makes me sleepy every time. I don't know where this energy is supposed to come from, but I don't have it yet. Yes, my motivation is this very unrealistic meeting between me and Tom Hiddleston, the man of my dreams. But hey, it's motivation and that's all it needs to be. <laughs> it's motivation to get my ass out there so I can get on this beach and be considered the sexiest thing. Stella go get her groove back. She's going to start a whole new chapter in her life this November. So you guys stay safe out there. Have yourself a great week. And we'll talk again soon. Peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.